You have an album coming out this week. It's being released on Saturday, February 22nd, this Saturday. That's correct. And you're having the release party at The Stage, which is in the Miami Design District. Mm -hmm. There is tons and tons and tons of parking next to it. Yes. Very inexpensive municipal parking. That's right. So I encourage all of our listeners, every single last one of you, and I am counting... (laughs) <laughs> to show up this Saturday. Uh, it's 170 Northeast 38th Street. Uh, if you're coming from I-95, you can take 195, the Julia Tuttle Causeway, and it's got an exit on Mo- North Miami Avenue, and you can get there from the North Miami Avenue exit. You actually go, uh, yeah, you can get there from North Miami, or you can take the Biscayne Boulevard exit, or you can just, you know, hop on a service street and come on down. Uh, it starts at 9 p.m. You probably go till what, about... Two, two in the morning. Yeah, most something likely. like that. Usually, an early set uh, and a late set. Right? Uh, yeah, usually our party's there. We kind of play it by ear. Um, we usually go on about eleven, so um, we'll we play it by ear. Sometimes we'll just do one long set and just keep partying because the energy's there. Sometimes we'll, we'll take a break and and come back for another set. But I would urge everyone to show up early because the first hundred gets guests receive a free CD. So. We're going to have a box of 100 there to give out, and uh, if you get there early, you'll get your CD. And um, I really feel like this is just a small way that we can sort of give back to the people who support us. Um, This CD, as I mentioned earlier, I believe was recorded um, at our 10-year anniversary show at PAX. And a lot of our fans have been sort of bugging us for a while. Um, We want a new CD, and we'd like to hear... A recording of you playing live so this is the result of that and if you want to listen to it i think you'll get a decent idea what we're talking about well that's what we're gonna do we're gonna just go kind of in order and, and listen to maybe like 15 to 30 seconds of each track so uh, what's the first track the first track is a song called dale palo and um it's sort of built on a play on words that really doesn't work very well in in english uh just very quickly, the word palo in Spanish, if you don't speak Spanish, it means stick. Literally, it's a stick. But it's also got other connotations, sexual connotations. I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you fill in. And a lot of other connotations. Wait, I, I bought a palo de limpia. Ah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, th- so literally, if you tell somebody, well, uh, she's misbehaving, dale palo, that could mean, well, hit her with a stick. But it could also mean... Something else. Dale Palo, just fill in the blank. Use your imagination. There's a little bit of a, and I know this is a family show, so I'm not going to describe anything, uh, you know, really pornographic. But Oh, so Dale, Dale. That, that's, that is the kind of like the joke behind the song. And th- this song started as an improv. I originally had the beat for another song, and we just improvised it one night, and that's how the song was written. And it stuck. It stuck. Let's hear it. Awesome. 
Wow. Awesome. When you said cut out, he really did. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he said, yeah. So, we're, uh, by the way, just for our listening audience, we are skipping the rest of the breaks here. This show's 100% underwritten by Morningside Mortgage, our wonderful sponsor. So there's not going to be a commercial break until the 55-minute mark of the hour. We're going to keep listening to tracks. So what's the next track? Um, the next track, and uh, this one is also built on a somewhat suggestive double meaning. I don't know how these ended up first and second on the album. This one is called La Malanga Resbala. Malanga, for those of you who don't know, is a root vegetable popular among Cubans and other Latin Americans. And when you see it in the grocery store, it just kind of looks like a furry, big, brown uh, carrot carrot or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, in like soups. Yeah. A lot of soup. And, and when, you, when you peel it, it looks like some other things. And it's also very slippery. So the oh, song it's very is called slippery. The song is called Malanga Slips. I think something Malanga like that. Malanga Slippery. Okay. So yeah. you, it, the song in the song you say, you have to learn how to handle the, the, the Malanga. Yeah. That's what it's like a, a, an advice. There's a play on words, perhaps. There you there. go. So that's a new one, right? That's that is a new another song. new song, and that one uh, was just kind of came up in my head, and I, um, I had an idea, and I kind of wrote the, that chorus, and then um, I knew the kind of verses I wanted to write, and I got together with uh, Leslie and our dear friend Leslie's cousin Pepin Rivero, who is an incredible songwriter, and we finished the verses out together. But when you get to hear the whole song, you 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 can see not only. If you if you haven't heard this kind of music before, you can tell just by listening to the intro that we use funk beats and we use kind of like Cuban sounds on top of it. So right off the bat, you hear the blend there, you hear the fusion. Um, but the songs are coming from a lot of them a very traditional kind of a Cuban standpoint. Most of our music is pure Spanish, and for those people who don't speak Spanish, they still still seem to enjoy it anyway. And what's incredible about this that unfortunately you're you're gonna you're just gonna have to come to a show or get the music online to appreciate it, is that as the songs develop, you hear the virtuosity of Leslie Cartaya, our lead singer, and she takes this stuff to another level. Later in the song, it builds and builds and builds, and she just um, brings it to uh, I don't know to a soulfulness and a musicality. And her improv is half the song. I mean, we get the song done, and then we get to the other part of the song where she's just improving, and it's it's really something to behold. Her and then the other musicians, Ed Calle on the sax, Raimero Lalde on timbales, and Philbert Armentero on congas. It, it's like a, really four of the best musicians I've ever met in my life, and I've been around a lot of good ones. So it's really an honor to to listen to these people uh, and perform with them and call them uh, fellow band members of Palo. That's great. So what is the next song we're going to hear here? 
the next song is a song called Fumando, and it's a uh, it, Fumando. Fumando means we're smoking. It just means smoking. It just means smoking. Yeah. Fumando. Fumando, and it it kind of says uh, it really doesn't make any statement. It just simply says all the smokers are outside smoking, and it came out of an observation that I made that you know because people realize that it's not nice to force other people to inhale your smoke that we have to do something about it, and that's acceptable. And I just noticed that, wow, I see a lot of people standing outside smoking. Now, that t- it totally makes me think of this wonderful Only in Miami sign at El Exquisito, a, a cafe on Calle Ocho. It's on Calle Ocho and 15th Avenue. I know it well. That Yet we both frequent. Um, and they have a great sign in the back that just has a picture of a guy with a cigar, and it just a cigar, and it just says "Smokers Welcome." Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you, I think of New York, and they're like, "Smokers, get out of here!" Yeah. But in Miami, they're welcome. So let's hear "Fumando." I love that song. I yeah. just always like hum it along after it's done. That's one of those songs, and I um, I put some violins in there, uh, played by a, a young, really talented violinist locally here, um, Cuban dude named uh, Jorge Oviedo, and I wrote it thinking of some of like the Cuban charanga stuff. I, I tip my hat to Larry Larry Harlow, El Julio Maravilloso, the marvelous Jew. Um, who <laughs> the marvelous Jew? Yeah, who um, worked that sound into his sound back in the '60s and '70s at Funny All Stars, and he's actually a Apollo fan. He lives part time in Miami and comes and visits us now and then when when he can. And um, that is just a song that kind of like as you keep listening to it, it just builds and builds like a train and gets this momentum going. And the dancers love it. Actually, in Miami Boheme, there's a segment. Uh, one of our big fans. Uh, Leo um, is a pre-med student and he's just followed us ever since he discovered us and he loves to dance. He's a dance instructor, a great salsa dancer. And there's a little segment about dancing because dance is so important to our culture here. And um, so the song that, that Joe and Ralph chose to sort of feature in that segment is Fumando and you see these kids dancing to the thing and it's spectacular visually to just watch these people with such energy dancing to the music and and you can see as the song builds that you know the the dancers get more and more psyched and then you you know they cut to a scene in packs when we're playing the song and and these people like by the way that night was amazing you were there grant it was like 
maybe oh, like yeah, you know, 400, mean, 500 people packed into the room. I've never seen even close to that many people there. I think the most I've ever seen was about 200 people for like a really big event. Yeah. And it was electric. I mean, it was really the the way the place should have been every single week if anybody could make it happen. Yeah, it, and you know that that is one of the things that um that I don't talk about much, but one of the things that I appreciate about the people who do come out is that they sustain the scene, but I don't want anyone to get complacent with this. I think the people who love culture and love this original art that's being created, whether it's visual art or uh, music or whatever it happens to be, um, make sure not only that you keep supporting it yourself, but that you evangelize a little bit and you spread the word to your friends and people who don't do it. Uh, talk, you know, if you find one of the bands spectacular, uh, spread the word and help, and bring your friends. And I know that's what has sustained us because a lot of people already do that. And if people could just keep doing that, I think we'll be able to sustain the, the scene. Now, what's the next track on our list here? The next track on the list is, I think I sent you a list, but I actually forget. Um, let me look here real quickly. Um, the next track is a song called Mi Protección. And if you only play a couple minutes uh, or like 30 seconds of it, you won't get much of a sense for that. We might want to go, if they can go to track six. Yeah, let's go to track six. And that's a song that a lot of people know from Palo. It's a song called Lengua Larga, and that is a song about a gossiper. And that one, this is a live version of the song, so you, no one's ever heard this before. Wait a minute. You're saying there's gossipers in Miami? Yeah, well, uh, a couple. A couple. Okay, well, yeah. let's hear it. This is Lengua Larga. Yeah, and once again, um, a lot of people have heard the studio version of that because our album's been out, you know, for a few years. And this, for people who like some of the songs on there, there's uh, there's four. Like I mentioned earlier, there's four songs that have never been released before, and um, the other six are songs that that they know from the studio version. But these are the ones where we're all in, sweating on the same stage together with the crowd, and that's really. What Paulo is all about is the interaction between the musicians and between the music band and the and the audience, and it's it's really a rare thing. And you guys, you guys definitely encourage your audience to sing along, right? Well, yeah, I mean we do, and there there are songs that we do that kind of we have built up that way over time, and other things just spontaneously we'll see the people singing along without even any encouragement. Lengua Larga is one of those. It's it's a song where people really like to sing it to each other and you know, laugh at each other and kind of call each other, well, you're the gossiper, and no, I'm not, you are, and that sort of thing. There's one other song that we haven't heard yet, which is the last cut. It's number 10, and that's um, that's one of those uh, songs that's never been released before. That's a song called El Festín de Santiago. It's about a party gone wrong, and uh, it's it's built on the traditional conga beat, from which comes from that part of Cuba, but it's actually the, in this case, Santiago is misleading because it's the guy's name, who had the party 
And uh, if you speak Spanish and you you end up hearing this song, you'll hear the whole story of what happened at his party. Okay, so let's hear it. got such great energy i mean the live sound really comes through yeah that i have to also credit um our audio guys uh phil coladetti and bobby McEwen, uh two audio engineers who not only were they doing the pa that night but they were also recording the whole thing and they also worked on the post-production which means they helped mix and master the album so it's got um a very relatively clean sound it's really well documented extremely clean i mean it really sounds like a studio album but every once in a while you hear the crowd leaking in and you hear things that you know the interplay between musicians that is almost impossible to achieve in a typical modern studio setting because usually when a band records a studio album they don't all play at the same time and that's how we did our first album it was like you know i'd lay down the tracks and the percussion would come in and then we do the background vocals and then leslie would sing and then ed would play and it's you don't get the interaction that you do in a live situation no and and not only that but the the rhythm and the energy and the interaction with the crowd and it's just it's very different yeah it's very different i think that it's uh you know not a lot of groups play live you know they play live albums but they don't like record live anymore like Jimi hendrix experience used to do that mm -hmm. where they would take you know all the musicians put them in a studio and then record them live yeah so it, it definitely gives you a great taste of what it's really like to be at one of these shows well after after doing this uh album in this way i'm i'm tempted to do another one sometime in the future in a similar way just because the, it you can't replace that interaction with the audience, and that's why I hope um, those of you who kind of like what you're hearing, um, give us a shot, or one of the bands. Yeah, yeah. 90 seconds left, so we want to tell everybody about the CD release party. Yes, well, I'm actually going to mention that and the other um, event. The CD release party is this Saturday, February 22nd, at The Stage, and you can look them up on the internet, The Stage Miami. They're at the stage my at the stage Miami on Twitter. Yeah, they're the stage Miami dot com as well. I believe so. Okay. And